Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Peter, joined as always this week by Donny. How are you, Donny? I'm good, thank you. Yourself? I'm not too bad. You look over the moon. I'm a bit under the weather, but for different, <laughs> different reasons. Right, I flee the country, that's why. We'll get through the housekeeping first before we get further on with it. Right, so the Fantasy Football Royal Rumble kicked off this weekend. You have noticed I've put a tweet out for all the participants, so please reply to it. DM me and I will update the score hopefully before I go away. I do come thick and fast. The first weeks are quite annoying, but I will do my best endeavour it. Uh, again, I will be in contact with your score yet. Don't worry if I put you up, your score's not on it yet. It's because I'll be doing it as quick as I can before I get to the next round. Nobody gets eliminated to after the first few games anyway, so there's plenty of time to get the scores to me. So we'll go to our leaks and top three. Luckily, I'm still number one by one point, so I'm holding up the one table. Second is Mendy McGaff at Clark H96. And third is Bongos FPL at Junda Ahmed at 11.166. So that takes us on to our score and f- rank for the week. So you go first, Tony. Okay, no problem. So I got 83 points all in. That was Hemming and Goals for nine, Captain Dav for 38. Gordon for 8, Brown for 6, Penrice with 10, Palmer 2, O'Reilly 3, Boyle 2, Kelly 1, that was disappointing, Sima 2, and Vice-Captain Kyogo 2, that was a big flop there, so 83 all out, my global score is 1125, I was 137 the last time we talked, I'm up 24 places to 113, so a nice green arrow for me. Yep. Just on that, you've got a quite a good score this week and you didn't move as much as I thought you did, so I think the scores at the top are now starting to bunch up. Yeah. Because as you go later on, as I get to myself, I only scored 63 points this week, which is well below average what I've seen. I took a minus four, so 59, and I only dropped to 11th, so I think you can see people start to bunch up. So anyway, yeah. for my team, lead long goals for two, Brown for six, Captain Tav 38, Tanza six, O'Hara one, Palmer two, Cantwell nothing, O'Reilly three, Kelly one, like Sage, really annoying that one. Seema two, Vice Captain Furahashin two, with the deduction obviously didn't help. And Beck on the bench for six points is the only one that stands out. So there's no Tom this week, so I'll go through the results. 
probably quicker than usual. We'll see. We'll go see. <laughs> <laughs> What's that now? <laughs> and we'll see what's out to talk about it. So first up, St. Johnson won. The Bernie nil. Carey scored and a clean sheet for St. Johnson. Any comments? Johnson's going to look better. I know against you last night they kind of parked the bus, but that's what you expected. Yeah, it? I was never going to never going to get a result last night, but I'm probably surprised result this one. You, you know, Hibs have been on form, St. Johnston a bit fussy. I was quite lucky. My change this week was taking out O'Hara and putting in Boyle, and then okay, Boyle didn't score, but O'Hara missed a penalty, so uh, that bode well. But I got nothing out of the game fixture wise. Both of these teams blank at the end of the month. Um, so that might be something that you want to look at, but um, nothing from the game from a fantasy point of view. You're, you're probably the same. I don't think you've got any from either team, have you? No, nothing, nothing at all. I did think about getting a St. John's defender in a couple of weeks ago, but the amount of clean sheets this week wouldn't really matter. <coughs> it would have been probably more of the defender to got a clean sheet anyway. Yeah. Next up, St. Mern now, Motherwell now. Uh, as you mentioned, was this one more hard on Mr. Penalty? Or was this... Yeah, yeah. So I had a missed a penalty in this game. Um, both keepers got bonus points, which probably tells you a lot you need to know. Um, not, not really much else. No. I would stick with the cement assets you've got. Um, I wouldn't go looking for cement assets. And likewise with Motherwell, if you've got BRF, then probably hold him. He, he will score every now and again. But not one for the purists, this one. No, no. I would I would, would say I wouldn't hold on to a Hara anymore, I think. I'm trying to get a Hara out. I'd keep my yeah. defence of Tanzer, but. The Hara might be able to show up more this week as we get to later. Next up, Ross County nil, Dundee 1. So Dundee's decent form continues. Is this the game after where uh, your man Derek Adams is mad rant about Scottish football? Yeah, right. <laughs> Take a look at yourself, first of all. So I thought this was 0-0 because I'd seen Brown got the, the, the clean sheet points and that was happy enough. And then I'd seen later on that it was 1-0, but he'd already been taken off. So... Again, probably don't go moving if you've got... But they both play Rangers and Celtic or Rangers or Celtic, um, in the next couple of weeks. If you've got the defence, hold the defence. It just probably don't look to add. You say that for a lot of teams out there just now. Mm-hmm. And on Beck for Dundee, I read the day that I think other people are going to recall him in January. So the Beck dream might be over. But on that, if you've got him, hold him. Because once he's leaves the league, you'll get a free transfer. It's not yeah. like PL. You have to get it. So I just want to watch the future. Next up, Livingston nil, Kilmarnock nil. Again, not much to report here at the ad. No, I mean, we probably got screwed over. The The best advice was to hold on Sean Kelly and reap the rewards after two games. And he got hooked at half time. And Livingston got a penalty. He wasn't obviously there and he didn't play at all last night. So I managed to get Penrice a clean sheet and an assist last night. So I did get some returns. But again, not one for the purest. Armstrong with our three bonus points. Mm-hmm. Um is chipping away. I mean, I guess the good thing for Livingston, they did lose last night, but they've got Celtic up next, so there's always a, a good game around the corner. Fucky Livingston won at Parkhead. See it coming. Uh, next up, the, week, the weekend, I didn't expect this. Celtic nil, Hearts 2, with Shacklin again scoring, assist by Grant, and Kingsley with a pretty good free kick. So, your thoughts first, Lonnie, before I got it? <laughs> Peter left the country, folks. That's how upset he was. Um, I mean, when you boo Santa at half time, that really tells you all you need to know about the current state affairs at Parkhead. But I mean, an absolutely gift as far as I'm concerned. I didn't see it coming. Even at 1 0, you think, oh, Silk are good enough to, to turn this around. But the points have dropped in the last few weeks tells you that there's something wrong. Um, I know there's questions on Kyogo. That's certainly somewhere I want to look. But Hearts, credit to them they, they did get the win and they were deserved for it I don't think Celtic really truly troubled them 
Um, a lot of problems. Great from my point of view. Um, I suppose from a Celtic fan, it's better to hear what you've got to say. I'll talk you through the event for about the first for by a sitting in Surrey Malaga with a couple of cocktails, going to a nice fancy Michelin star restaurant. I'll turn the phone off and maybe if I sweet talk the wife, I'll get to watch the second half of it in the sports pub that I clocked nearby was showing it. So phone's off in the restaurant, came out, turn my phone on and WhatsApp pops up. And my first three messages were some free Rangers fans, so I knew straight away, shit, I hit the fan. Yeah. It was only about half past three. UK time was like, well, what's happened at half past three? Checked, obviously, it was 2-0 already. I was like, right, okay. Skipped the game. I was just using the old refresh Twitter as I was yeah. having a drink. And then I was like, oh, no, a disaster. And I watched that yesterday. Actually, there's something something's about far wrong with Celtic last couple of weeks. I, I don't know if Tom's looked to himself and watching the games. I think it's money wins when it reminds me of the kind of like the COVID season or yeah. like the deal maybe at the end of the season where He's getting the results, but if you're watching, you're going, the performance isn't there, the results, and it's going to catch up. So now the XG charts are going to catch up, and it certainly has. Uh, Fantasy-wise, the only people I would trust in that team is O'Reilly right now. I wouldn't be wanting yeah. to answer the team. We've got a question for Ash. I'll keep back to later. And as a personal fan, Drew, there's a big January coming up, and if it doesn't go the way I think it should go, then I think it could be right on the wall. And just another wee start us out there that... Uh, Neil Lennon's COVID season had one point more the same amount of games played than Brendan Rodgers' team right now. So promising. There you go. <laughs> it's just also that Rangers team had a better start, so we're further oh, ahead. Yeah, by far, by far, but well, uh, great we result. Might, we might get the Sharks out shortly, but we should be seen. Next up is Hearts 2, no, sorry, Rangers 2, St. John's nil last night. So, Donnie, like you thought about this one. Yep, so the League Cup winners, uh, it was a good weekend in my house, defeating the Dons, so I was chuffed with that. Um, we're we're down to skin and bones at the moment. I think anyone who can lace up a pair of boots is going to get a game because it's just absolutely awful. And that wasn't helped last night with the the guy that went in on Lundstrom. That's him out till after Christmas as well. So I don't think we were ever going to be troubled by St Johnston. It's a sort of team you want to score early. Mm-hmm. Um, so that then they have to come forward. So we did after 28 minutes. Uh, Dessa was a nice finish from the Tav. Um, but then once the red card, that was it. They were always just going to sit back and damage limitation. So it wasn't until um, right at the end we got a, a well-deserved penalty that um, Tav made it 2-0. But in fair play to the keeper, he made 60 saves in this match. If you've seen the highlights, he really did make the difference for them. It could have been a lot worse. But a routine win. Rangers have had, you know, couple of tough fixtures away to Betis and then the cup final um, and then this so you know fair play they've won all three can't really argue with that um, what else have I got down here if questions about Dessers I'll, I'll look at that Sterling might be a shout um, if you're looking for something he will be playing in midfield but he isn't listed as a defender in the game he's only 2.8 million so if you're wanting a piece of the Rangers defence which at the moment is the best in the league that might be one to look for um, yeah, it's it's just tough going at the moment. I, I give Aberdeen a hard time, but um, I'll talk about them in a second. But as I say, Rangers winning um, this one. Motherwell, Ross County, Celtic. I mean, like, as I say, the games are thick and fast. Tav, Desar, Sima. Combination of those, two out of three, or all three, if you're lucky enough, will we'll do your rights. And Johnston, they blank. It's, there's not really any value. 
um, on on that one. So and also to top it off, Santa was was more than welcome. Um, Ibrox last night even got a shot at the trophy. So with a, a Santa friendly club, was he wearing the blue or, or traditional red? No, no, he was red. He was red and, white. <laughs> uh, and on our last game. Well, sorry, Malcolm, comment on that. First of all, Cantwell, the situation with Cantwell, is he, is he fit? Has he still been... A lot of his rotation um, with the big games, he, he did have the issue that he didn't play the best game. Um, so I was surprised that he played the, the cup final, came off and then was subbed again. Uh, I suppose what's worse for you is he came on and got booked. <laughs> and now it's him, so he didn't get anything out of it. But it's a tricky one because he can do well. It's just game time um, and that's going to be key. Uh, right up until the Celtic game, but we've not got a lot of midfielders left, so uh, you're probably best just to hold on to them yeah. unless you see anything different. And the last game last night was Aberdeen 2, Livingston 1, so it was a Guffrey goal, assisted by Penrice, like you said earlier on. Tob will be happy, two Mioski goals, assisted by Devlin and Duke, so I also quite highly said that. It looked like that actually spirited comeback, so what's your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I think at 1 0, they could have gone either way after losing in the cup but you know fair play to Miofsky he's dragging them through the bushes right now um, with his efforts not sure whether he was truly fit on Sunday because he had quite a quiet game but two goals last night can't really sniff at that so if you're going to look at anyone within the Aberdeen team I think that's probably the only place um, to go if I was to flip a coin <laughs> and give you another name I'd say McGrath but um, you know could could just have to wait and see. As I say, Livingston didn't really um, trouble uh, trouble Aberdeen that much, but they do have Celtic up next. And whilst I am often hard on Aberdeen, since I'm feeling festive, I'll uh, look to address that with some free advertising. There's an open top bus for sale at Pataudry. Low mileage. Probably needs a resplay. Contact the club if you're interested. You're going to damage your demographic up north, don't you? <laughs> right, okay, that's the fixtures quickly. I think all I gather for that basically is it's getting a bit templatey, I think. And it is, yeah. was affecting what players' positions. So, interesting to see, as you say, the games are coming thick and fast next few game weeks. We won't be back after January, so a lot can change by then. So, we will be posting online, keeping yeah. up to date. But anyway, you've got a wee dive to go through, so I'll let you take away. Yeah, so uh, we're obviously going to have a, a break after this. So just going to, we're nearly halfway through the season. So we're just going to have a look at the position, see where the points are coming from, and see if there's any people out there we're maybe missing, or as you say, it's a bit templatey. So we'll start off at the back as we do the top three keepers. Do you want to have a guess at who the number one keeper in the game is? I'm going to guess Butland. Yep, Super Jack Butland. He's got 86 points and 11 clean sheets. Number two. <coughs> uh... Clark Hurts. Clark's number three. Just by a point. Laidlaw? No. Stack Hemin. So Hemin is admitting his second, 72.6 clean sheets, and Clark is third, 71 points, but with eight clean sheets. So had more clean sheets, but Hemin's obviously had the save points um, in amongst that as well. In terms of saves, uh, I won't make you guess these three because it's just potluck. Mitoff at St. Johnson is top on 68. Uh, purely on the game last night, added six to his total. Uh, he beats Laidlaw, who's got 62 saves, and Hemming with 53. So Hemming's obviously second on the keeper's chart and third overall for saves. So if you're looking at a keeper, 
Um, it's got a mixture of both, then mm. that's obviously one that we, we talk about uh, quite a lot. Laidlaw, as we've discussed on, on many podcasts, is in there with the saves in St. Johnston. You're probably not going to get a lot of clean sheets there, so it's no. going to be quite risky. So we'll move on to defenders. Uh, I won't insult you by saying who the top defender is. Is obviously uh, James Tavernier with a, a whopping 174 points. Uh, do you want to try and guess the other four defenders in there? I think the number two will be going back because he's been quite yep. good all year, right, Beck? Yep. Uh, if Beck's getting it, then he's counterpart. Shaughnessy? Yeah. Shaughnessy's on. So Beck's on 87. Shaughnessy's third on 77. So still a good season. Uh, Celtic player in there, maybe. Leave skills? Nope. Nope. Hearts player, Hearts player. Kingsley? Nope. So uh, fourth place, we've got Tanzer on 73 points. Uh, and in fifth place, we've got Fish at Hibs on 72 points. So no Celtic players inside the top five, um, which was a surprise. I think Taylor is around about maybe 71 um, in terms of Celtic. So that's probably why we've been recommended. If you do have skills, you know, the time, it was probably a few weeks ago uh, now to come off them because you're really missing out. So... Uh, yeah, Dundee having a really good season at the back, which I suppose is a big surprise for a team coming up. St. Minnan, um, people went straight and just moved to Tanzer. That was a, a pretty easy one, but Fish at Hibs um, doing okay. So, again, that might be one that you want to look at. Uh, one of the other categories I looked at was interceptions. That's another way that defenders um, will make points. Uh, so, again, I won't make you try and guess these because it is quite random. Uh, top of the chart is Richard Jensen at Aberdeen. We've got Beck, Leek, Fish and De Lucas at Livingston. Uh, all pretty much the same. So, again, Beck and Fish on, on both of those lists as far as defenders goes. That probably is reflective of why you're doing so well because you've got Tanzer and Beck and also Tavernier in your team. So, um, very good. you're doing okay in that one. Uh, midfield is probably uh, a, a. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Better one for you. So the top five midfielders, do you want to have a punt at that? Well, guess number one must be O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Armstrong for Kamarnock. Armstrong is third, but only by a point. So there's somebody in between him and O'Reilly. Uh, Luis Palma? Palma's fourth on 79 points. I don't expect any just players because your team's been out all year. Yeah, um, no, there's not. <laughs> um, two to go. I saw this earlier on somebody this team. I'm going to guess Cal McGregor because somebody did that in their team all, and he's sitting, sitting number one in the league. If that's the one I think about, apart from Yeah, McGregor's guess. second. So we've got O'Reilly at 138 points. I can't really deny that he's in the form of his life at the moment. We've got McGregor 2 on 87, Armstrong on 86, Palmer on 79. I suppose quite a surprise one in fifth place. It was Greg Kilty on 71. Mm, so, that. again, we've got two Livingston players in there um, and obviously three Celtics. So, um, pretty much what we're used to seeing. So, we've got at the top. It's been a hard position to, to get right over the last few weeks. So, who is the top five strikers in the game right now? Right. All season, so I'm going to go by the big hitters here. So the ones that I remember hit doing well is going to be Shankland. Okay. Seema Rangers. Uh-huh. Urahashi probably still, even though he's in a blank. Yeah. Two to go. Mayoski. Yeah, one to go. And I would be totally guessing, so I'm going to go Beeriff just out of... No, yeah. nearly, nearly. So... um. Number one is Sima on 92 points, mm. which, again, given the season that Rangers have had, mixed fortunes up top, um, that's probably just all his recent form coming to vein. Uh, two was Shankland uh, on 89 points. Three was Kyogo on 82 points. I was I was just interested as a Kyogo owner to see what his actual goal form was like. And he's only oh, scored yeah. one goal in the last yeah. nine games. And one and uh, overall, if it's all competitions, had I spent more time looking at those kind of statistics, I probably would have got rid of them ages ago. But you, you just think you'll stay loyal to them, and he blanks, blanks, blanks. Uh, fourth, well, equal with Kyogo is Miofsky on eighty-two points. We then take a dip, and it's actually Dessers um, in the fifth place with sixty-six. No, I wouldn't have guessed it either. Um, so I suppose there's an argument for the Rangers double at the moment. Don't really have that many forwards um, left that are fit. So you could go there. Shankland Miofsky holding their own. And Kyogo is obviously in there because of the, the start of the season he's had. So a lot of the names on that list are ones that we see in teams week in, week out. Likes of a, a Kilty or a Fish could be the, the difference going forward. But um, it'll just be interesting to see how that pans out at the, the end of the season. Uh, to see where we are. So that's all it was. Just a wee fun um, review of the season to date. As that does sort of, again, quite temply. And like you said, I'm doing pretty well because I jumped on the back quite sharp. Probably done better if I came off if I came off Kyogo quicker, but that's like you said, that was out yeah. lately more than anything else. Shankland's right in front of me the full time. He's scored yeah. against MD, and I think he's going to continue that. I do too. Time. I think... People maybe came off Kyogo weeks ago and either went for Shankland or Miofsky or they're lucky enough they've got them both. They're getting the right vice-captaincy 
whereas I'm vice-captain Kyogo and getting nothing. So that's that's how you lose ground quickly in this game. Um, and you just got to watch for it. So, no, it's interesting. I think going forward, I'll be watching Kyogo closely next two games. Right, I don't want to burn another transfer, but if if he's, especially if he's at home, right, that's probably the ideal fixture. If he's doing nothing against that, nothing against Dundee, then yeah, it's too much money tied up. He needs to go somewhere else. And you've got Mioski, you've got Dessos who's coming to four. Like you said, he's going to be pretty much playing most games. I don't think he's easy looking now, mind you, but he's no. scoring goals. Well, he was on the bench last night and he obviously got, came on because Roof got surprise, surprise injured. Um, so he made the most of it, but you know, goals count at the end of the day and mm-hmm. if you can put it in the back of the net. And... Well, if you told me the top front three probably would be Shankle, Mayovsky and Seema, I think that'd be ideal. Yeah. It's, it's, it's able to afford all three. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. We will go into questions there. I've got a few questions, some cheeky questions. Yes, there well, is. But... So we will start with FPL Liger. Seema versus Dessers. Is Dessers now the best pick? Beareth to Shankland, who feel the obvious move as well. So, first part, Seema versus Dessers. I mean, both offer value, and I think a lot of folk have probably got Seema because of his form a few weeks ago. So that would be the the obvious choice. I think Dessers is a better option because he plays centrally, and he's probably more likely to get the chances. If I didn't have either, I would go Dessers first and then Seema. Um, it's the back of my brain is going to try and get both of them in. Um, and see how that looks. But that'll require two changes, so I'll just have to wait and see. There's only point one a difference between the two of them as well. So it's, yeah, if I had the choice, probably Dessers yourself because the roof injury, Danilo out, he's the one that's going to play up front. Does he yeah. play him through the middle at all at any point? Or is it always? No, no, he plays yeah. him on the wing. So that would lead towards you've got to go for the man that's playing up top. Second part of the question was Beareth to Shankland, the office off his move. If he's got the money for that, then. Yep. Yeah, it's obvious. Spearoff is a third cheap option for me, but if I could also stretch to Shackland, I'd be over all over it. You agree? Yeah, absolutely. If people are starting to move away from Kyogo, they'll have a lot more funds to spend. Um, because Beareth to Shankland is quite a jump, but Shankland's a no brainer. Um, Beareth will still get you returns. Mm-hmm. It's the sort of one you just keep on the bench. With Shankland's the sort of one that you can vice, um, and, and get the the rewards that way. So yeah, I would I would look to make that move, especially with Motherwell's form. Okay. And then you cheekily asked Kevin Fish to reply, and he <laughs> after booing Santa half the Saturday, you think he's ruled himself out to take over the reins unless he gets a release clause or a slow pun with words there. That was great. Yep, I moved on quickly from that to It'll be expected after a result like that. Yep, that's fine. I'm sure, my time will come. <laughs> uh, who's next? Right, so he actually did ask, Would you sell hip, asset, hip assets now or wait until the blank game week? Well, Don, you've got hip assets, so. Yeah, I've only got Boyle, so for the, the, the weeks, the, the fixtures that they've got, I'm not interested in moving them. Even the blank week, I'll probably just uh, bench them, because Hibs are one of the teams that double um, in this big game week at the end of January. So if you're not looking to wildcard and you're trying to plan ahead, then you would want a Hibs asset in there. So if you've got more than one, yeah, I can see the reasoning for, for trying to make the changes, but if you've just got one, and just stick it out um, would be my advice. Yeah, I don't have any hip spoilers, so um, nothing to answer there. Next up is from Josh McCarthy, Josh Mac underscore five. Who are your favourite picks in the 3.5 to 4.5 and I guess midfield bracket? Carey, Boyle, McGowan, McGowan even? Boyle? 
your favourite there? Yeah, so I mean, I've obviously got Boyle. Uh, I champion him. He's, he's only 4.4. I imagine he's 4.5 now. Um, I had a look at the market. Um, you've got Kilty, um, who I mentioned in the midfielders there. He's 4.4. McCowan's 3.9. Spittle, an option, 4.5. Carey, 4.2. O'Hara, who I came off um, <clears throat> last week there, is always a shout. Clarkson, Aberdeen, 3.9. If he can get a run of games... Uh, no, sorry, Clarkson's 3.7, O'Hara's 3.9. If he can get a run of games, he might be worth it. So there is value there. It's, you know, the, the rewards won't be as much as the sort of premium returns that you're getting from like, so the settled midfielders. But I'm Team Boyle. He's yet to prove it the, the times he's in my team, but um, I will stick with that for Tish now. Yeah, I agree with him. He mentioned Boyle. I know Tom likes to kind of go on about McCown quite a lot, and his numbers are pretty yep. good. But he I is, yeah. I don't think the Boyle for me. Next up is from FPL Showroom. Who are your top defender picks for the Christmas fixtures? I'm guessing that's next week. The next two weeks. Have you had a think about this one? Yeah, so again, just going through the list, Beck, Shaughnessy, with two of the names in the, in the defensive uh, top five, Tanzer Brown and Daba Cochran. As I said, Sterling, if you want a, a Rangers double up, that's where you want to be spending your money. Don't Don't go crazy. Mm-hmm. spending anything over three million would be my advice because the clean sheets other than Rangers are just not there right now. Right. And the second question was, is Dessers a better option Shankland? And what are your thoughts on owning Dessa and Seema together? It's it is definitely a viable option um for as long as Kyogo continues this form. Um it is something that I have looked at and I might run with, but Dessers is uh, probably the main Front man, a better option than Shankland. Well, Shankland is on penalties. Dessers is not. But if you look at Dessers' returns last night, he got the assist. He won the penalty. So that can't be sniffed at. Me right now, I would probably pick Dessers over Shankland. But I'm a Rangers fan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back my own team. But I wouldn't be against having Shankland in my team either. I would pick Shankland. But again, it's very close call. Ideally, you could move with two of them again. And have them both in the same team. Right now is probably the best bet because, like you said, there's no midfield, so there's your yeah. third option unless you want to go at the back, like maybe with a butler to the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. And the last question, unless I've missed any, is from FPL Kenobi. Whistle stop to us through the upcoming doubles and chip options. So there isn't any doubles up soon, is it? It's after. There's a it's a post. There is a double the first week back. I think it's like Ross County Livingston, but the big double game because the end of January. So there's there's the winter break in Scotland. So. Um, you, before it before it comes, we'll have plenty of time to see where teams are at, and I'll do a, a breakdown of it. If it's just meaning about what the chip options are in general, in terms of wild card, um, bench boost, and triple captain, then hopefully they're all self-explanatory to uh, fantasy football players. But the good thing about the Scottish <laughs> game is you can play them all in the same game week. Um, so you can wildcard in this big double game week, you can play your triple captain and you can bench boost. The only point I know is everyone else will do the same. So mm-hmm. whether you're going to make gains or not is uh, just a, a wait and see. But um, it's far enough ahead that you maybe just don't need to plan it just now. And as I say, I will cover it off in advance who's playing when they're playing. But um, yeah, that's all. I was going to say, it's far too soon. I'll just be... If you don't think I say if you don't plan on using the wild card, then look at the fixtures that you look at and then make your transfers toward that. But the only thing we're doing that is you might be missing out on good fixtures right now. So yeah. Again, I think everybody's gonna probably play the three chip strategy or most people will play in it come that 
I'll probably just do two spoiler alerts because that you tend to make better game if everyone triple captains Cav and you double captain Tav, then you're not losing out too much. I made my big games in the last game of the season last year when I triple captained Kyogo and he scored a double link and I, I got a massive gain on everyone else. So I agree the wild card and the bench boost that game week would be best, but whether you want to triple captain when everyone else is triple captain, it's a risky one. The the rewards are there, but the risks are there too. He goes nuts. So we'll wait and see. As you say, we'll discuss it and cover it. Yeah, definitely. Right, that's all the questions. Unless I missed any. Is that them all covered? No, no, that's all I had as well. So. Right, okay. So we will go to the fixtures and then we'll talk about what we're going to do with transfer. So Saturday, 23rd December, there is five games, 3pm kickoffs. You'll see every team apart from Sunday kickoff, it's Motherwell Rangers. The fixtures are as follows Frost County, Hibernian, Kilmarnock, St. Johnson, Hearts, St. Man, Dundee, Aberdeen, Celtic, Livingston, and Motherwell Rangers. So upon hearing that, Dorian, what is your captain, vice captain, and transfer plans for this game week? Okay, so I brought this out a few days ago, and I've got Captain Tav and Vice Captain O'Reilly. Um, I probably will stick with that. Um, just because I don't want to double up on Rangers until, unless I could see what the team actually was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Transfer-wise, again, I wrote this a few days ago. I've got Shankland in for Kyogo, but since then I have been toying with um, double Rangers up front, so I will wait and see. Press conferences, all that jazz, see where we are um, come Saturday and before I make that decision. But there's a lot of good fixtures and points to be had over this next few weeks, so just play wisely. Yeah, a captain is on Tavernier. Vice captain currently is Kyogo. If I got the team news and Kyogo wasn't playing, I'd move into Shankland. I think if Maeda starts, that'll help him. Yeah, um, I know he he played at the weekend, but he's just coming back from fitness. I think those those two do play well together. If he starts, then I probably will hold him because I know Livingston's going to be a great opportunity. But I keep saying that week in week out, and he's yet to prove me wrong, yeah. but. We'll just have to wait and see. Who have hearts got St. Menon? Yeah. And Aberdeen, I've got Dundee. You know, Miofsky, moving Miofsky wouldn't be a bad shout either. Yeah. Wait and see. FQ this start, and I'll probably move O'Hara to Armstrong for the rest of the season. Yeah. Cause sure oh, yeah. If you've not got Armstrong, I'll come back on him and I'll keep him up behind he's a season keeper. Well, Kamara could go St. Johnson, St. Menon, Dundee. So they're pretty juicy fixtures for a, a player of his ability. All the time and he's a bonus point magnet, even when he's yeah. score or assist, so no brainer. Absolutely. So, that's us, Donnie, that was a quick one. So, what Isn't I'd like it? to say is, we're not here next week because it's Christmas. The week after was New Year. I, I'll try to work out the fixture. I'll have a wee quick look whether online where the dates fall for the actual fixture. So, 23rd, obviously, can't do that one. Game week 20 is the 26th, won't be doing that one. We come back, is on the 23rd again. We'll be doing that one. There's another game week on. And then it's the 2nd, January the 2nd. So again, we'll probably come back after game week 22, try to get in between. Because I'm sure Tom will be off work as well before. Yeah. That's what, before the big double, we'll be back. So we have a lot to talk about then. Yeah, so game week 22, 2nd of January. And then we've got the, the winter break. So we'll be able to cover off all the games we've missed. And then look ahead to what's coming up. And hopefully there's no change at the top of the table by that point. Oh, no, I'll have to kibosh. <laughs> well, the old firm is there. We're dodging about it at the moment because nobody wants to... We, we will, um, we will uh, give any leeway, but... be online and do polls. Yeah, absolutely. Ask away. 
So before I finish up, I'd just like to thank everybody who has listened to us, downloaded us, asked us questions, took part in the Cups for, for all the past seasons so far, and all the past seasons. I'd like to wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, if that's your thing. If it's not your thing, then enjoy the, the holidays off. And don't want to get your outro in. Yeah, I would second that. Um, so you can find me at FFS underscore Donny. I'm at Fantasy Half, and thanks once again for listening, and we'll catch you in a couple of weeks' time. <laughs>